Hello. Um, good afternoon, because right now I'm recording at 2.56 p.m. Okay. And good morning, good evening, wherever you are, good anything. I'm sure you guys already know this is going to be a serious episode based on the title. Um, I will be talking about Roe vs. Wade being overturned today, which really infuriates me. And I will be sharing my own opinion about this. If you don't like it, that is fine. If it's my opinion, you have your opinion, and that is okay. Um, if you do like my opinion, great. I'm glad. Good for you. <laughs> Um, I do want to go over the history of Roe versus Wade and what happened on the 24th. Um, and I also do want to po- talk about some possible effects, um, from the, the banning of Roe versus Wade. So some key points to think about is that the Supreme Court in a 5-4 decision overturned Roe versus Wade which was the landmark ruling that established the constitutional right to abortion. Roe, since 1973, had permitted abortions during the first two trimesters of pregnancy in the United States. Almost half the states are expected to outlaw or severely restrict abortion as a result of the Supreme Court's decision on a Mississippi case known as Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. Um, also, Justice Samuel Alito wrote the majority opinion, joined by four other conservatives. The three liberal justices opposed the decision, but Chief Justice John Roberts voted with the majority to uphold Mississippi abortion restrictions, but did not approve of tossing out Roe altogether. Okay. I do have some notes that I have been taking over the past couple days, which is why I wasn't able to upload on Sunday, guys. I'm really sorry about that. I really just wanted to give you factual information on this topic. Um, And I did not know a lot about the history of Roe vs. Wade, so I did do some looking into that. So, let's get to it. It was passed January 22nd, 1973, but it did start in 1970. Um, It happened because a woman named Norma McCorvey, who was known as Jane Roe, was 22, unmarried, unemployed and pregnant for the third time in 1969, and she sought an abortion in Texas. What is Roe vs. Wade? Reverses Wade is a legal care, no, a legal case in which the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in a 7-2 decision that restrictive state regulation of abortion is unconstitutional. This happened in the Northern District of Texas. Again, who was involved? Roe is Jane Roe, who is Norma McCorvey. She used Roe as a pseudonym. Um, she was born September 22, 1947, in Louisiana, and died February 18, 2017, in Katy, Texas. 
She was the daughter of a single alcoholic mother. She got in trouble often and was sent to reform school. She married and became pregnant at 16, but divorced um, before the child was born and gave custody to her mother. 1967, she gave up a second child for adoption immediately after birth. 1969, she sought for abortion, which is when the case started. At the time, Texas allowed this procedure if the mother's life was endangered by carrying the pregnancy to term. Um, even though she identified herself as Jane Roe, she remained out of the limelight for the next decade. In the early 1980s, she started volunteering at abortion clinics and spoke out in favor of the right to choose, which led her to gain popularity. 1995, she befriended Philip Benham, head of the aggressive pro-life organization Operation Rescue, and she started campaigning against the right to abortion. 1998, she converted to Roman Catholicism and befriended the leader of the pro-life movement, Priest for Life. In contrast to the documentary that was um, published, I guess, um, in 2020, aka Jane Roe, it was claimed that she had been paid by anti-abortion groups to support their case. Um, Henry Wade was the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas, and he was the one that Rose sued for her abortion. Um, it was his job to enforce the state law of prohibiting abortion, so that is why he got sued. If you want a little more background on Roe herself, she published two memoirs. One called I Am Roe. Let me look up the other one. Two memoirs by Jane Roe. Here we go. Okay, I guess that's her most famous one. And the next one was One by Love. There you go, those are her two memoirs. After her death, biographer Joshua Prager said Roe made her living gave its giving speeches and writing books on both sides of abortion. Um, <sighs> writing books on both sides of abortion. And she was also coached coached by both sides. She had conflicted feelings about each, but was consistent on one point, which was supporting abortion through the first trimester. Most of this information I gained from Britannica and um, CNBC and PBS. So those are some helpful resources. Um, now, what happened the 24th? Easiest to put it, women everywhere got their rights taken away to have an abortion in some states. Some states have trigger laws that went into effect. What are trigger laws? Trigger laws are bans or laws that go into 
effect almost immediately after a ruling occurs and almost half of the states had that happen, including where I live, which is Texas. There are some other states that are still in between their decision and it's really uncertain on what they will decide. Um, for some clarification, Roe vs. Wade was overruling was turned back to the states. So it was the state's decision uh, on what they want to do. But there are some states left that do allow abortion and still allow contraceptives, contraceptives and many other rights that we have. Um, a lot of people that I've seen on either social media the news or my friends even, they ask how will this affect the future. Um, it's very unfortunate because there will be other cases that will be looked by the Supreme Court and might be um, overturned. This includes Loving versus Virginia which is the right to interracial marriage, Obergefell um, versus Hodges, versus Hodges, which is the fundamental right to marry um, in the same, okay, let me reword this whole thing. The fundamental right to marry in same-sex couples. And Griswold versus Connecticut, which protects the relief of married couples to uh, to buy or use contraceptives. There we go. Um, contraceptives and birth control are a very big thing right now that people are questioning about. No, Roe versus Wade does not affect birth control or contraceptives at all, but that will be almost the next thing that will be looked at by the Supreme Court. Now, forms of birth control, common forms of birth control include the pill, IUDs, tubal ligation, vasectomies, condoms, the ring, um, and the implant, and the shot. Um, and I know guys, the, these forms of birth control are not just used to prevent having babies. These are used for many things. I know um, many of my friends use birth control not just as a form to like not have kids, but for your period, for anything like that. It's disgusting how women everywhere have lost a right. We have less rights than guns right now. No. To make you guys look at the bigger picture of this, um, there's many consequences of Roe versus Wade being overturned. I do have a couple listed right here and I do want you guys to think about it. First off, there's infanticide, which is the crime of killing a child within a year of birth. Um, an even more flooded foster care system than we already do. There's already so many children 
that are not being adopted, so many teens that are not being adopted, and so many 18-year-olds that are pushed out of the foster care system and are forced to live on their own. Next, there are suicide rates going up in pregnant women. And I know this will for sure happen. How else can they get rid of it? They're gonna... I don't want to say that it will happen, but this is a very big possibility. Next, um, unfit parents, parents that aren't ready to be parents, parents that aren't... Kids, I mean, not parents. Kids that aren't ready to have a child. Which also can lead to child neglect. Simple as that. Next is botched abortions. Or illegal, very unsafe and illegal abortions. In many forms. And also pregnant women being killed by their partners. Which I know... A lot of these sound gruesome, but it will it will possibly most likely happen. It's very sad and very frustrating. Um, I I really can't decide like describe how I felt when I heard the news on Friday. Right now, I'm gonna look up some ideas of what you can do to prevent this from happening. Um, To prevent... Just sit and think. Brainstorm right now. Okay, so there's Planned Parenthood, which is a nonprofit organization um, that operates in locations all across the country where it provides healthcare and education on reproductive rights. I know that there are many um, fundraisers happening right now all across social media or all across in person to help fund this organization. Um, There is the Center for Reproductive Rights, and this organization focuses on giving legal help and assistance in service of reproductive freedoms. Um, And its interactive project, What If Roe Fell, which is created to use a visualized representation of potential abortion restrictions, such as TRAP, or targeted regulation of abortion providers, laws, parental improvement, and consent laws, which include bias counseling or requiring ultrasounds. There is the National Network of Abortion Funds. The organization brings a group of funds together in one place. Donators can contribute to costs throughout a woman's journey, such travel costs, and trickle-down expenditures, which offer essential support to women during the multi-step process of receiving an abortion. Next is the Abortion Care Network. The national organization represents a body of independent clinics and abortion providers in the U.S. 
The organization is gathering donations to help keep abortion clinics operational. Um, next is the Sister Song, the organization with its base in the South, focusing on its efforts on supporting the reproductive, the reproductive rights of Black, Indigenous, people of color, women. The group defines themselves as the largest multi-ethnic reproductive justice collective in the country. Next is um, Population Action International, a nonprofit organization that advocates for healthcare and family planning by partnering with policy writers. The organization works with women and vulnerable populations. In a statement responding to the Supreme Court's June 24th decision, Pai's president stated, overturning Roe versus Wade will not reduce the number of people seeking abortions, which is what I was explaining to you guys right now, is that abortions will not disappear. They will not go away. They will just keep progressively getting more and more dangerous and unsafe. Continuing back to what Pai's president stated, instead it will result in more people being harmed or dying in the process of getting unsafe abortions or forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy to term. Lastly is the Gut Matcher Institute, which is a research-focused organization dating back to 1968. This group has tracked legislative action on abortion, reproductive health care, the organization reports that 2021 was the worst year of reproductive rights, citing a total of 108 restrictions. There we go. I did read all of this information from Fast Company. Great information right there. It This was one of the biggest losses in all of America. It's very sad. And if women want a safe and okay abortion, they will have to travel to either a whole nother state, which can at least be seven to eight hours on the road, or on a plane, or anything like that. Um... I was, I am still upset, but I was so angry and upset the morning I heard that. I had just woken up and my boyfriend texted me and I was like, what are you doing? And he was in summer school to take extra courses. And he said, I'm watching Nancy Pelosi speak on YouTube about Roe versus Wade being overturned. And I, you best believe I looked all of that information up and I was right there on YouTube watching her speak and all of that happen. All I can think about is how literally the other day I had rights and now I have less rights just for being a woman and having reproductive rights. There is so much hypocrisy 
and so much unfairness in this. Many people that I've seen talk about this subject that have similar views to me compare what happened recently to The Handmaid's Tale. If you've not seen The Handmaid's Tale, I do suggest watching it. It is a very um, weird show, I'd say, but that's how it started. So women are breeders in that show and they have absolutely no rights to choosing what they want to do. And it all started because they start they had their reproductive rights taken away from them. And it's very disappointing to see that. And I feel like as much work that we've done to gain freedom to our own bodies and own life, we're regressing way back, way, way back. And there are so many other rights and laws that are in danger right now because this happened. This is not just a woman's reproductive issue. It's a people issue. It's an everything issue. So I want you guys to think and I, I ask for you guys to think of how you can help and how you can fight on doing this if you agree with me. If you don't, I appreciate you hearing my opinion out. Um, I'm not sorry if you disagree with it because it's my opinion. If you have a different opinion, there you go. You have your own. But fight if you want to. If, and if you agree with me. Um, please feel free to do more research. I actually encourage more research than I did. Just... If you're a girl <laughs> listening to me right now, I, I'm praying for all of us right now. And just do as much as you can to keep fighting. Um, next episode, just to alleviate from all of this, I do want to talk about a lighter topic, of course. But I hope you guys gained some information from this episode and some knowledge on this topic. Um, if maybe it inspired you to do some more research on it, then I'm glad. I'm very, very glad. And this is something that I've been very interested in and will keep following and we'll maybe do more episodes on it in the future. Thank you guys. I hope you have a nice rest of your day, rest of your night. I hope you have a good anything. Bye!